You're listening to Thunder Quack Podcast Network. Hey, I'm Courtney. No, I'm Allison. I almost said I'm Allison. And that would make you Courtney. And this is really messed up already. This already got weird. And it's the Double X Files. Uh, we just watched uh, Home Again. Yeah. Number four. Yeah. Um, we have some feelings. We got some feels. We have, we have, I actually, I actually wrote down, I kid you not, and I quote, this is the single greatest sequence I have ever seen in the X-Files. Which is crazy. That is crazy. Now, we've only seen this first season, so that means our standards are very low. Yeah. <laughs> but but if you listen to our other revival episodes, um, we haven't we haven't really connected to these episodes yet. No, that's a very nice way of putting it. No, I am being very nice. Um, and actually, I was thinking about this before we before I came over tonight to record. I was actually thinking about this, Allison. I, the old episodes sometimes are so funny, mm-hmm. so stupid. So, like, just the plots and the contriveness and, and the writing. But we we, we like it. We, we yeah. laugh and it's, it's fun. But sometimes these revival episodes feel like work. That is true. This episode, I would give it a 50-50. Yeah. Oh, that's the perfect way to put it. Because I liked 50% of it. 50% of it, I was just absolutely thrilled with. The other 50%, um, we've got to talk about the issues that we're having with it. Mm-hmm. Um, why don't you read the description? Okay. We watched Home Again, episode four of uh, season 10, or the revival. Um, here's the here's the description. <laughs> um, Mulder and Skelly are sent to investigate the murder of a city official, which it seems no human could have committed. Meanwhile, Skelly deals with a personal tragedy, which brings up many old feelings about the child she gave away for adoption. So there's two sentences in that description. We are okay with uh, the first 50% and maybe 50% of the last sentence. Yeah. But the latter half of that description. That whole last sentence for me was a big snore. Um, yeah. Uh, like, do we want to talk about William? Let's just talk about William right now. Okay. We'll just talk about him. Okay. You told me. Okay. Again, we have no idea. We have no context to this. Mm-hmm. William was in one of the movies, correct? That is what I heard from a coworker who is a very big, one of the original, like, X-File fans, huge fan when it originally aired. Ah, okay. William's in the movie. William was in, do we know what season William was in? I Baby. Well, it was a movie, so it wasn't. Just a movie. He was only in the movie? Was he ever brought out? Well, I think he was mentioned towards the end of the series because they were, like, tying up loose ends is what I, the impression I got. But she she did also tell me point blank that nobody cares about William. Because <laughs> I've, I've heard two things. I've heard people want it sewed up, but also people, it's, it was almost like a jump the shark moment with the yeah. baby. So it's almost like, so why... Are we, and I wrote this somewhere in my notes. I don't know where. Why are we choosing this to harp on? I don't know. And and it's Founder's Mutation and this episode, right? Yeah. Was there another one? No, those are the two episodes where we had to deal with this. Had to deal. Okay. I I, I just want to know why, why this? Why this aspect of the show? There's nine seasons of this fucking show. You're telling me there's not another mystery that we were never solved that we can't bring up again i don't know maybe it's fan service maybe a lot of people were asking for it but it it just seems weird to me that they choose this thing that appeared in a movie and maybe some episodes i don't know i don't know i just became very angry when as you were talking i remembered that we have not heard hide nor hair of smoking man (gasps) since the end of that first episode of the revival 
Well, we haven't heard anything about the first episode of the revival. No, anything. I became very irritated upon remembering that oh, while not listening to you talk. That would have been cool. Like, why is he back? Why is he not dead? Because apparently he blew up. Yeah. What is he doing? Why is he still smoking? Doesn't he know what that's bad for him? Well, like, he must. He died. He, well, well, he blew up. He well, didn't get did he hit. cause the explosion? I don't know. Well, we don't know because we've never seen. So why? Um, it was. I just I I'm having a hard time understanding. And maybe when we watch it, and hopefully our viewers out there will tell us why. Why guys, friends, email us doublexfilespodcast at gmail dot com. Why do you think they picked William to be that thing, that glue that holds some of the episodes together? Well, I don't... Uh, glue is a strong word. Well, that's been the only theme that we've had thus far. Yeah, that's true. Right? That's you're so depressing. All, <laughs> you're looking for linear plotline, and that's what we're looking for. That's the only matching aspect of these two episodes. Yeah. You're steepling your fingers at me. I'm I'm Mr. Burnsing. <laughs> you are uh, Mr. Burnsing horn. Excellent, excellent. I want to know. So um, if you guys are obviously bigger fans of the X-Files because you've watched more episodes of the X-Files than we have, I want to know why do you think, why do you think that they've chose William? Yeah. As that, as something to bring back Mm -hmm. when it was in a movie and maybe some other episodes. I just think it's interesting. And if we're incorrect on that, let us know. But also, I don't care. (laughs) Well, we're going to have to care because we're eventually going to watch those episodes. Ugh. And we're like, oh, this kid again. <laughs> this guy. <laughs> um, actually, I want to, can I, can I tell the listeners what my mom told yes, me? Yes, please. <laughs> my mom emailed me or uh, uh, phoned me and said, Courtney, did you, are you watching the new X-Files? I said, well, yeah, mom, we're podcasting about it. Well, I don't understand it. I said, well, well what do you don't understand? She just says, well, the first episode has nothing to do with the other episodes. I said, yeah, that's actually our kind of issue with it. She goes, I don't get it. I thought after the first episode, the whole thing with Mulder um, saying that everything he knows is wrong. My mom thought the rest of the episodes was going to be them going back to old cases and finding out that what they had solved was incorrect. Your mom want a guest on the podcast? I, I, and I'm thinking to myself, as my mom's saying this, I'm like, that would be awesome. Yeah. That would have been so cool. If they went back to Jersey Devil and they were like, oh, we did that poor woman in unkindness. <laughs> space. Like, no, never go back to space. Never going back to space. Um, but I thought that would have been a really cool concept. That would have been cool, yeah. Because that would have been given the fans what they want. They could have done a William episode, you know, something. Mm-hmm. Um, if, if that's what the fans want. They could have called it back. But that's staying, that's a linear progression, right? And that's yeah. connecting. Where's Tad? Where's the smoking man? Where's Tad O'Malley? <laughs> Is he never coming back? I'm going to be so upset. Why isn't, like, Mulder and Scully worried about him? I don't know. Anyway. That's our thing. Let's talk about Trash Man. Let's, I, that Trash Man makes me happy, friends. I love Trash Man. Okay. Well, that's our bit. That's that's our going to be yeah. our complaint for this episode. Whoa. Oh, yeah? Okay. I mean, by the time we get to the end, I have more complaints, but... <laughs> I thought we'd get it all out there. Oh, don't worry. I'll um, follow the narrative. Please uh, email us at doublexfilespodcast at gmail.com uh, and set us right. Please. And tell us we're idiots too. We can you can do that. I'm starting to diverge from your line of thought on this. Okay, let's do it. Hastings, Hastings. Lower East Side. Yeah, it's just literally they're just filming what goes on at Hastings all the time. Yeah, this is pretty. This was a very had some very Vancouver elements to this yep. episode actually. That but it's okay. Like, it was done in a way where the bad guys were supposed to be the bad guys. Yeah. And we weren't, like, villainizing or using homeless people. Which is actually, now that you mention it, very unusual for what we've seen of this show so far. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that's very true. Um, but, yeah, there were definitely some very Vancouver Vancouverite-specific elements. Yeah. Um, not just because it was set there, but... But also, a Vancouver actor appeared very, very quickly. Oh, yeah. Alessandro Giuliani is uh, the first guy that we see who's hosing down some homeless people. Yep. Uh, from Battlestar Crew. Yeah. He played Lieutenant Gaeta. Very nice also guy. Also got very old. And you reminded me, how long ago was Battlestar? Ten years. Oh, my God. Okay. Came out in 2005, I think? Yeah. Um, so he's obviously one of the bad guys. He's 
kicking out the homeless from the streets and of course where did they go and that's a continuous problem in Vancouver and a lot of bigger cities um so he goes up to his office and he's complaining about stuff and then we get a shot of a trash garbage a garbage truck and garbage I truck. now I thought that this was gonna be um another classic Vancouver story that there would be a little bear cub in that garbage <laughs> truck who had gotten lost and went downtown Aww. not the case not the case no instead of a little cute little bear it was uh uh now I we can't we called him the trash man right away but his proper name is band-aid nose man band-aid nose man I guess so but yeah. I prefer trash man okay we'll just call him trash man um uh when the when the um when the trash van comes a running down the street, I'm like, dude, pickups in Vancouver on Fridays. So why are you what are you doing? <laughs> um so everyone hides as if all the homeless people know that what's coming, which is really cool. Mm-hmm. And and trash man, band-aid nose man comes and he does some sweet popping of arms. Yeah. And we get that gory, gory death scene that we love so much. He pulls Gata's arms right off. It was kind of creepy, too. I didn't like it. I liked it. Well, just the the silhouette and the darkness. And it, it was well done. And I was like, oh. Um, you were spooked. I was spooked. I liked it, though. Yeah. I liked the overall. It was a good spoop. It was a good spoop. Um, we go to... Uh, so, oh yeah, Trashman takes Gata's arm to the trash. Yeah, he puts him in the trash truck, trash van, trash if man, you will. The trash van. Um, and then he climbs in. And, and gets then smushed. he gets smushed. So we're like, well, that clears that up. That's well, the end of the episode. <laughs> and then I turn to Alice and I'm like, oh my God, Allison, the next 45 minutes are going to be just about William. <laughs> uh. Uh. <laughs> um... When we uh, get to the crime scene, uh, we get to a very sassy forensics guy. I mm-hmm. like him. I liked him, too. He gets he gives no shits. He looks at Mulder and Scully like, I don't fucking care. Just doing my job. <laughs> um, what was the big thing? Oh, the, with the footprints. The footprints have no ridges. Yeah. Your feet? I guess they do. Feet prints are like, feet prints are like toe? Or feet prints are like thumb prints? I think he was talking about, yeah, like foot footprints like toe prints what if you get like um calluses on your toes do you still get fingerprints from your toes though toe prints from your you know what i mean (laughs) i'm verging on knowing what you mean (laughs) you know when your toes get like kind of callousy yeah well i think it would obscure part of your print part of your quarrels what i'm saying is could i get away with murder because i have a little bit of calluses on my feet so they couldn't get footprints from my feet no, I think it would actually make it easier to identify you because of the callus. specific callus oh. pattern. Oh, calluses have patterns? Okay, fine. I'm just asking the important questions in this episode, okay? That's about, fair. That's fair. About toe prints. Um, what, what, do they, what do they say about this? I know there's a jurisdiction thing, but... Oh, it's that same old, like, bullshit. Of, uh, we call, oh, yeah. We called you in because we've heard that... The, oh, this yeah. is uh we heard you're good at spooky cases and Mulder does this little yeah. I thought it was cute. It was very cute. Oh my god, is Mulder being endearing towards like am I in- at least once per episode you are endeared towards Mulder. I am. And later on they have show a baby face Mulder. They show like flashback oh, yeah. to old Mulder and I'm like, "Oh, baby face Mulder." And then I catch myself like, "Oh my god, what am I saying?" <laughs> No, Mulder's wiener. No, no, no. You're being infected. I think, I think since the wear monster, I've actually, like, I'm okay with him. This is it. For this, you, not for me. No, not for you. I know you're going to be hard to win over. But for me, I'm like, oh, my God. Is is this is this the point where I don't think Mulder is an idiot anymore? I think you'll, when you, we get back to season two, I oh, think hopefully. you'll revert. <laughs> hopefully, thank God. Um, Scully gets a call. Yep. And guess who's calling? It's William. It's William. It literally says on the phone, and it does this a couple times. It says William on the phone. 
And then she looks at it again, and it's William Scully Jr. So, th- yeah, this first time, I thought it was just, like, a dumb mistake or that they Continuity. didn't understand technology. Yeah. Um, and But then the second time it happens, I'm like, oh, she's just seeing William when really it says something else. No, William is actually, the kid is actually calling, Mom, I've been waiting at the library for, like, 15 years. When are you going to pick me up? Why did you drop me off here when I was just a baby? <laughs> I've learned quite a bit from the librarians. They've taught me the Dewey Decimal System, but we don't use it anymore, and I'm angry about that. This is our new, this is our new headcanon. That's the new William. I like it. Librarian William. He's raised by wild librarians. Yeah. And he's like, you know, if you don't return your book, you know, he hunts you down. Spoopy. How old would William be? Oh, I don't know. I guess, like, look at the flashbacks in Founders of Mutation, like, 15, 16. Yeah, I guess so. Okay. I like the image of, like, 15-year-old William, like, clamoring across uh, library shelves, and he's using, like, old uh, books as, like, a loincloth. Yeah. And he's eating... Like a library Tarzan situation. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And it's hard to find food because you're not allowed to eat in the library. Yeah, that's true. Uh, So he's been eating uh, old copies of Old Yeller. I don't know why. (laughs) But he finds it the tastiest. Tastes like mustard. (laughs) Oh, we'll talk about mustard. We'll get to the mustard. Okay. Um, Scully finds out her his mom his the her mom has a heart attack. Has had a heart attack. Yeah, her mom's had a heart attack. And um, she there's a really good shot. I like the shot of the face cam when she's walking down. Oh yeah, I think that's cool. They use that a couple times, not too much, but I like it. Then Mulder, um. Finds Band-Aid Man's Band-Aid. Yeah, he finds a Band-Aid. It's stuck to the bottom of his shoe. And Mulder doesn't lick it. He does not lick it. He does peel it off, but he's wearing gloves. Mulder, you got this it. This whole thing has grossed me out oh, so super much. Gross. It's super gross. It's like they put honey on it, so it's really like long threads. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> honey, so you should lick Mulder solves 20% of all his cases by licking. He solves them by taste alone. Yeah, and the other 80% he does not solve, so really it's like 100%. <laughs> uh, um I was upset that he didn't like it, but... Um, I was happy he didn't like it. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> it would have been great if he was like, bring it to his tongue, and then they cut away. I would have I thought that was masterful. Yeah. Um, we go to Scully and, and her mom. Oh, I didn't write any notes about any scenes with, to do with Scully oh, and her really? mom. Okay. Um, I, if this was just a Scully mom episode... Yeah. Like I would, I would have been okay with that because my favorite episode so far that we've seen is Beyond the Sea, which dealt with the death of of Scully's father, yeah. and that was great. That was fantastic. Gillian Anderson in this episode too was she acted. She was great. She was great. She was wonderful. If we had this whole thing with her and her mother and and closing of old stories, that's great. But when they shoehorn the William thing at the end, well, here's know. my thing. Okay, if it had just been about Scully and her mother. Mm-hmm. I would have thought, why are the A plot and the bleep, B plot, bleep plot, uh, not related at all, which I did write down at one point oh. until I realized how they're related. And then I was like, this is right. bullshit. So we'll, we'll talk about we'll that talk later. about the extended metaphor. Yeah. Um, so we find out that Scully's mom, we have Scully, we have William Scully Jr. Mm-hmm. So I assume the dad was William. Yeah. Uh, and then Charlie. Yeah. Who's the younger estranged Scully. Yeah. Now, what I remember from Scully's mom is she's like a darling, sweet little creature. Mm-hmm. What what kind of dick does Charlie have to be to be estranged from the Scullies? I don't know. Do you think do you think they find it seems like people don't or people don't know about Charlie? Do you think he's just a new thing or do you think that's an ongoing thing? I, I wonder if he came up I have had wondered during the episode if he had come up in the show and that would have been cool because you're connecting it so guys email us tell us tweet us about charlie i want to know about charlie yeah what's charlie's deal what's charlie's deal what's his beef man um i'm just thinking he's like a redhead just like scully and is like freckly and kind of awkward Mm -hmm. yeah 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 i want to know who charlie is um scully says i've been where you are and then i wrote down scully had a heart attack and then I was upset. Yeah. Yeah. That's fair. But it turns out that Scully actually was in a coma. Oh. 
Yeah, I didn't know she that. She says, uh, when she's talking to Mulder, she mentions her coma. So that we have Scully in a coma to look forward to. Yay! Yay! Scully in a coma. I know. I know. It's serious. <laughs> and Some so Morrissey that- for all of you. Oh, good. Um, so that means we're gonna have hopefully only one episode of Scully in a coma. Hopefully, yeah. it's not like I don't know two or three. Because I don't I know would if I would not c- make it. Because I do. I have been enjoying Mulder, but season two, three, four Mulder uh, without Scully is trash. Not interested. No, not interested. So we have that to look forward to. Yay! <laughs> Yay! Um, developer versus school board. Oh, I really like this scene. Okay, first of all, I can't believe we haven't mentioned the graffiti yet. Oh. Which is that there's, like, graffiti on this building. Yeah, that's important. Yeah, it? outside where um, Lieutenant Gator died that is, uh, like, a Frankenstein-type monster hanging off a building. Yeah. Um. So, and then at the beginning of this scene now, Mulder says to some random police person, hey, I need access to the roof of that building where that billboard is. Yeah. Um, and then he goes to speak with uh, a man we're calling Pinkberry because we earlier saw him eating some Pinkberry. Um, uh, is, is, I have a question. Is frozen yogurt or froyo, if you will, is that still a thing? Oh, I will. <laughs> and yes, it is. It's really? more a thing than ever. Really? With today's froyo bars? <laughs> <laughs> where is the froyo I'm sorry, have bar? you never been to a froyo bar <laughs> no maybe in like the 90s okay go to oak ridge mall yeah they have froyo bars yeah there's so many flavors you can get any topping you want you get how, how have you missed out on this i'm lactose intolerant <laughs> that's fair that's fair, <laughs> that's fair point. i just thought they were kind of old-fashioned have you seen the broad city episode where, oh yeah, that was uh, where they go to the ice cream parlor. No, they send. Uh, they send. Or I'm thinking of Master of None. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, they send the roommate to go get the flavors. That's yeah. right. I went to like an, a a really good uh, froyo place similar to that, and it did have t- way too many flavors. What do you think is going to be the next dessert uh, mass chain? Because we've had cupcakes. Oh, it's going to be Choco Tacos. Choco tacos? Yeah, it's going to be choco tacos. So are you going to... But not just choco, but just dessert tacos in general. <laughs> Actually, I know what the next thing is because I've seen them in inconvenience stores around town. What? Milkshake machines. Oh, I like that. There are these weird milkshake machines. With the little doodly? Well, I don't... Okay, she's making a gesture. I can't tell you what it is. It's a finger wiggle. But I don't know what it means. <laughs> you know, the doodlies. That make your milkshake a shake. Well, what it ha- here's what happens. And this okay. is much more interesting than this episode of The X-Files. Yeah. So I'm just going to dive in. <laughs> um, there's like a little case where there's all these different cups of frozen milkshake. Yeah. And you pick which one you, what flavor you want. Yeah. I had strawberry. Okay. Um, and uh, so you press the button saying I'm ready. And then you can open the thing and pull <laughs> out the ready. one that you want. Yeah. And then you peel the lid off and you yeah. put it in like a silver cup. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah! And then it lifts it up out of sight. <gasps> yeah, and it <gasps> blends. It blends for sixty seconds, and then it lowers back. Oh, you could choose um like regular thickness, not as thick, or like thicker. Wait, it um, disappears. How do you know that what you it, put in is what it is? What if a guy is behind it, like grabbing it, and then just well, first of all, it's not a very big machine. Oh, okay. <laughs> <laughs> it rises up out of sight it blends for 60 seconds and then it comes back down as a milkshake wow you put a straw in you go pay for it at the till and you get the fuck out of there you maniac <laughs> can you mix flavors no there's no. just the one but they had like peanut butter they had like cookies and cream they had chocolate strawberry vanilla all your rigs um like fig and goat cheese no they have like a chocolate well, that's not hipster enough for me then well it's it's at a convenience store it's not oh, especially is it? hipster. is that a convenience store? yeah there are all sorts of convenience wow. stores around here well you've heard it here folks uh milkshake machines folks folks fro that's frozen yogurt folks <laughs> <laughs> nailed it nailed it um uh milkshake is the new hot hipster dessert trend and then dessert tacos okay thank god I want to get me some dessert taco. What are we talking about? No, the de- 
the Froyo guy and the yeah, lady. Pinkberry and this other chick. Yeah. Um, now, and downtown chick. Yeah, downtown chick. So she says, basically, they're having a, a, an argument because he wants to ship all the homeless people out to this old abandoned hospital. And she doesn't want to because she's on a school board of a school that's two blocks away. And she says, what if one of these downtown people <laughs> comes to talk to my students? Oh, honey, your your students are getting drugs from those downtown people. Yeah, your students are I'm coming wrong. downtown to get know, their drugs. I don't know who, like, what member of the school board has that much power, first of all. Maybe in the states Because she, like, go- said, I'm getting an injunction, so yeah. you can't. Crazy shit. These douchebags. But, in uh, fact, they say the word douchebag. They, yeah. And Mulder's like, whoa, honey. <laughs> Mulder's like, I, I've come to understand that you're both douchebags. Yeah. Um, and we have, too. Yeah, um, but but remember that she called them downtown people because that'll people. come up later. Yes, it will. I get that now. Ah, I know. I I was excited about that. Um, uh, and, and then, then a home. Uh, one of the homeless guys um says it's Band Aid Man. Remember? He said the Band Aid Nose Man or the Band Aid Nose Man. Band Aid Nose Man. We, uh, we, uh, to begin with, you think. The band-aid He's saying knows. the Band-Aid knows, man, which is like the owls are not what they seem. <laughs> but then you, I now, I just now, I've realized <laughs> that he's saying the Band-Aid knows, man. Band-Aid knows, man. <laughs> why is this guy here and why is he saying things? I don't know. But anyways, he he points up and uh, Mulder sees that the billboard has disappeared. It's been yeah. removed. And I thought, oh, spoopy magic billboard art. Spoops, yeah, I was upset, but it's just literally um, these guys, guys stole it. They stole it, and it. they're gonna they're gonna auction it off at Southspeeds, Southspeeds, Southspeeds. Uh, but I so is the Band-Aid Man come from the painting, and then he turns back into the painting because that's what it's implying. Oh, it's, it's never clear. Is it just magic? It's, it's never explained. Is it just science spoopy magic? It's the yeah. Okay. It, I'm okay with that. We'll get to that discussion when we get down to uh <laughs> the ending. To the ending. But to let's just say now, it's never explained and we should never expect it to be explained because nothing on this show will ever be explained except for William. That's explained a lot. Yeah, they really explained the fucking <laughs> well, shit out of that. <laughs> Maybe in the next revival, they'll spend two episodes on the trash man. I hope so. I love the trash at? man. <laughs> um, okay. Uh, it. Oh, we go back to Skelly's mom here. Yada, yada, yada. Oh, that's um, the baby Mulder flashback. Yeah. That's where we see Skelly's in a coma. confused because she had a heart attack, then was in a coma, and she's on life support. Who, the mom? Yeah. Skelly? Yeah. I don't know. Something don't know. got messed up. Um, don't care. Um, I'm sure it's very sad. It yeah, is it's very probably sad. sad. It is sad. No, I was sad. Oh, I felt absolutely nothing. <laughs> you never feel anything. I was anything. dry as a stone. <laughs> um, uh, and then we go back to our lab buddy. Yeah, I want to talk about the lab buddy. Okay. He says, and I quote. Oh, boy. <laughs> There is no organic or inorganic matter on this Band-Aid. There's nothing on this Band-Aid is what he's saying. Yeah. But that, see, that doesn't make any sense. It's just nothing. But there's clearly stuff on it because it looks disgusting. It's. I wrote it was pretty clearly ooky. It was definitively ooky. <laughs> and, but that's part of the Band-Aid man magic, man. But there's, a, like, nothing anywhere in the world is neither exactly. organic nor inorganic. Exactly. It's an X-Files. It's supernatural. It's super organic. But that's like saying everything in my room yeah. is neither on fire nor not on fire. <laughs> yeah. It's right. That would be correct. No. Nothing in my room is on fire. Yeah, that's right. It's not on fire. <laughs> nor is it on fire <laughs> very true very true i agree so why are you arguing with me i don't <laughs> understand <laughs> i think i mean trash man talks about this about like magic i didn't really catch it uh but i guess band-aid nose man is just magical he's a genie and he's granting the wishes of the homeless by ripping arms and heads off of things. Isn't he granting the wishes of the lead singer of Rancid? I guess so. Because <laughs> what's he doing lately? I don't know. <laughs> Singing? I don't know. Yeah. Um. Uh. 
What happens next? It's Uki. Oh, yeah. Okay. So after this bullshit with the Band-Aid, <laughs> we go to <laughs> Don't this... you believe, Allison? Absolutely not. Believe. No, absolutely not. We go to this weird loft where these steely guys are putting all their art they stole, and... Um, and I say, oh, it's Banksy. Banksy. Oh, it the was trash a Banksy. Oh. They got a Banksy. Is that what people do? They steal graffiti and they hope that it's like a Banksy and they'll make a lot of money. It seems to be what this scene is implying. Is that a thing? That thing that 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 happens. Is that a thing? That thing or things? Yeah. I don't know. Seems like something. Because I know that Banksy um, in New York like sold a bunch of his paintings for two bucks and no one knew it was him. Yeah. And then it's worth a lot of money. Who? Who says that that is worth money now? Who who says if you have a Banksy, it's worth this amount of money? Capitalism. God damn capitalism. Art <laughs> capitalism. Supply and demand. I don't know. I don't know. <laughs> I'm an economics teacher and that checks out. <laughs> yes. Can I have a gold star? A smelly, scratchy sniff sticker. Yay. Yay. Um, oh, yeah, so this is the best thing, second best thing, I would say, that happens wait, in this Wait, episode. wait, wait, whoa, the art thieves die. We gotta mention yeah, that. Yeah, that's, that's what I'm saying. Oh, sorry, I blew your, okay, go yeah, ahead. Yeah, blew my wad. <laughs> okay. <laughs> your garbage wad. Yeah, blew, like, my trash wad. <laughs> so the guy, he wheels the painting over, and then he looks back at it, and the painting is gone completely. It's gone. It's not there anymore. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, well, I mean, the physical billboard is there but the paint on it has disappeared the trash guy so um his friend is like hey what are you doing buddy you turned it around and it's gonna ruin the paint and then um we <laughs> the guy the guy is dead. yeah yeah, yeah he, the guy's dead his friend is dead his co-worker his compatriot his compadre is his dead wig, his wig man because they're gonna go on a date too his wig man wi- yeah his wig man the guy that checks your wig out make sure it's okay no, the guy who gives you a wig for your date. Oh, his wig man. Okay, yeah. I gotcha. Um, and then what happens to this guy is he gets fucking ripped in half. He gets, finish him, Mortal Kombat. Finish him. His spine is sticking out. It's amazing. Can that actually happen? Do you think? Uh, yeah, I think if if there was a someone with a human... Not human, but someone someone that mentally understood what they were doing and yeah. had the strength to do that to a person and the size and the 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 tensile force. I I guess yeah. I would just think that your spinal cord would just like like pop, like it would be left inside you. I don't know. I'm not a scientist, but from what I've seen in the video games, yeah, that checks out that it you can actually yeah. do that. Well, video games are based on real life and also the Bible. So, <laughs> so why don't my boobies jiggle like um, every other female antagonist or protagonist? In you're, the- you're just not you're not wearing a small enough bikini. Oh, that's what that is. That's what it is. Okay, well then I'll have to get on that. Get get some dead or alive up in there. <laughs> oh, L- look for that soon, folks, on the Double X Files. <laughs> <laughs> bikini season oh no i'm just very tastefully have little x's over top of my nipples <laughs> <laughs> or big x's because i got big nipples okay okay <laughs> oh explicit oh, rating boy right earning that <laughs> um, um oh uh the only thing i will say about this next scene um at the hospital because it's the only thing i wrote and the only thing remember yeah uh, is that one of the doctors have very good hair i wrote down dr good hair <laughs> yeah she did she had a swoop she had a dope swoop okay you know when scully had very well formed kind of hair that very much framed her face like a helmet like um like uh uh what's the dinosaur that has the frill like a frilled lizard is what her hair did <laughs> You know what I mean? Yeah, like I know what you mean. I love out. it. This lady had the swoopiest. The, it was the swoopiest I've ever seen. And she I've was... got some swoopy hair myself. <laughs> she was alpha swoop. She was alpha swoop. Oh, too much swoop. Okay. Yeah, that's important. I'm glad you mentioned that. Now can we mention the coolest fucking X-Files yeah, scene yeah. We're in gonna the talk about of it. all it's of so X-Files? Good. We love it. I love it. So we start off with the delightful song Downtown, which connects with what this lady, uh, uh, what's, what's, what did we call her? School board lady. Yeah. Um, Douchebag school board lady. 
And she's playing in the car and she parks in her Surrey household uh, because only a house in Surrey would have that long of driveway. Mm-hmm. Uh, and she makes trash. So she, I love that. I love how they did this. Mm-hmm. She has the yogurt container. She makes a, what's it called? The Nest Cup. A cake cup, yeah. Cake cup, which is the most trash you can ever make. Also, I I love the combination that she is both keeping it active with the yogurt, (laughs) but also keeping it flowing with the coffee. You gotta do both. You gotta balance it. As a woman, I'm concerned with not eating enough yogurt, because I've been told by the commercials, and also men... And Jamie Lee Curtis. And that that I need to eat yogurt so I can poop real good. Yeah. You gotta get those real good Activia poops. Activia, sponsor us. Sponsor us. We'll we'll poop a lot more. Yeah. If you sponsor us, we'll be regular or else. Because <laughs> right now we just ate a load of vegan pizza. And oh, let me tell you. So good. <laughs> we probably won't be regular after that. <laughs> nope. Um anyway, she's making a lot of trash and she's putting it, and I didn't even know this exists. A tr- you get a trash compactor in your house? Yeah, it's some kind of little, like, garburator or something, but not under the sink. Rich people are crazy. They're so crazy. Right? You think it goes into small pieces, like mm-hmm. it presses, like a like a car presser? Mm-hmm. That's mm-hmm. cool. So she's making lots of trash. So the trash man got to come for her. So the... <laughs> The um, garbage truck comes and drops off the trash man, or the, the Band-Aid nose man, not the guy from Rancid. Uh, and the song Downtown starts playing. Yep. And we get this juxtaposition of this delightful uh, late 1950s, six, 1960s song with mass murder. Well, it, it's not really mass murder if it's just one Well, person. it's just blurred, bloody. Massive murder. Massive murder. It's spooky. It's okay? so spooky. He's, and it's so funny at the, like, climax of the downtown, the lights flash, and he's, like, on the stairs. Yeah. So, so good. good. I don't know if I was really, really scared or just so happy about what I fell in love with the trash man. Oh, my God. From that moment forward, we fell in love with the trash man. His maggots, his goo, and everything. (laughs) His little little goo. Yeah, and I wrote, like, the way it made me feel, the music choice, the shot choice, the everything, that was very masterfully done. That was so good. And I want to see more more of that. If that was the X-Files. Man. I know what people, why people love it then. Yeah. Um, and I can't think of a, of a episode, at least in the first episode, where it was just like so, so good. It made me feel so many things. Yeah. True, true. Um, there's episode that made me feel not so good things. This made me feel a lot of things. Yeah, this made me feel a lot of this things. This is also the point at which I wrote A and B plots are not connected. Oh. Little, little did I know. <laughs> little did you know they're going to force them together. They're going to just put them in a sandwich <laughs> <laughs> we're shit, gonna have to eat it <laughs> they're gonna a, shove it right down our throats <laughs> garbage oreo a chaco if you will taco taco yeah 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 okay i wrote you're a dark wizard molder which is so we we, <laughs> we go from the coolest part of the episode the suit to the stupidest silly line you're a dark wizard molder what house do you think molder would be in <gasps> hufflepuff you know, I was thinking that too. No doubt. Yeah, he's so he's such a softy, but he's also like, I'm gonna fight you. <laughs> hey, but what do you think about Skelly? I'm gonna say Ravenclaw. Ravenclaw for yeah, sure. Definitely. Definitely. Uh, if you tell us what houses you put them in, how about Skinner, Slytherin? Yeah, I think he's pretty two faced. You think so? Yeah, we don't actually. We don't know a lot about him, right? I think Slytherin. You think Slytherin? Um, how about the alien? Gryffindor. Yeah, Gryffindor. Yeah, that yeah. aliens. It just wanted to, like, strike out and explore yeah, new shit. And it got shot in the he was, butt. He was very brave to come to this. He was very brave. Yeah. Like, he wouldn't do... He did that and no other alien would do that. Yeah. Right? Because otherwise they get shot in the butt. <laughs> I like that we've put one character in each of the houses. Yeah, me too. It's very serendipitous. It's very well organized. Uh, tell us what house you would put the characters in, please. Yeah. Including alien. In- <laughs> including alien. Especially alien. Um, uh, you're a dark wizard. You're a dark wizard. I don't understand why she said that. I don't remember anything else that happened in that scene. 
My son is named William. <laughs> this is when it gets back to the son. Oh, yeah, yeah, the yeah. Ma- Charlie calls. The guy, the brother that we don't have no idea what's going on. The brother calls and Scully puts uh, him on speakerphone to talk to the mom. And the mom wakes up through the magic of love. And um, he says, she says to Mulder, my son is named William as well. So I don't know if she thought... Mulder was William? No. She just thought, oh, here's Mulder who has given birth to... Uh, I don't know. Why did she talk to... Did Mulder give birth to William? I don't know. We don't know. (laughs) Do you know? I don't know. We know nothing about this kid. Nope. Through through his urethra. (laughs) Oh, he had one of them dick babies. (laughs) Wasn't that in Junior? Didn't, isn't that how is Arnold that, Schwarzenegger? That is so upsetting. I Well, how else does a male have a baby? I don't even how, have sorry. a penis and my crotch hurts right now. <laughs> how how else does a person without a uterus have a baby? I won't say male. I'll just say person without a uterus. That, that is fair. Um, I honestly... Do you poop it? <laughs> oh, boy. They just pull it right out through the belly button, actually, oh. with a specialized hook. I guess you would just C-section it. Yeah, that would make the most sense. I still think pooping would be the best way to do it, though. Not through the urethra. I'm going to take that back. My crotch still hurts. (laughs) My anus is clenched. (laughs) (laughs) If I had to choose between pooping out a baby and putting it through my vagina, I'd rather poop it out. Yeah, because you're used to that. You're used to pooping sometimes. Sometimes. I've pooped out, like, baby arms. (laughs) (laughs) Haven't we all? So a baby head, I mean, it can't be that far off. Give me some olive oil and some, like, red wine vinegar and I'm good. (laughs) (laughs) Poop jokes. (laughs) This is what keeps our listeners coming back for more. They're like, yeah, give me some of that poop joke. Yeah, I'm into it. In fact, our last episode, someone wrote, um, I was expecting more scat jokes, but I was sorely disappointed. And to that listener, I say, I apologize. <laughs> Who said that? I don't know. Oh. I'm just making it up. Delightful. To make us feel better. Because um, no one listens to us. <laughs> so the next scene uh, is the one where Chris Carter is essentially just crying while masturbating all uh, over the script. Wait, 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 wait. Okay. Well, Chris Carter didn't write this episode. No, but like I'm sure I'm he too- read it and then he cried and he jacked it. <laughs> Simultaneously. Well, as one does, right? Um, uh, Scully says, why did my mom have to say that? Why did he? she have to bring up William? Why? Like, the mom asked for Charlie, her estranged son. Like, Scully's there and she doesn't even say anything about to Scully or at Scully or about Scully. And so Scully says, well, why did she have to say that? And we're asking that same fucking question. We are very, why did she have to say that? Why did she have to say, she could have said something else way more mysterious and then we had to figure it out and, and it was a whole new conspiracy and how Scully's mom is actually an alien, but I don't know. But she had to bring up the William thing. I thought we were over this. I am so over this it. This episode tricked us. It tricked us. We were promised Trash Man. Well, we Trash Man was delivered. I know, but then not as I. Oh, I could have used thirty percent more Trash Man. Oh yeah, and and a hundred percent less this. Anyway, talk about uh, Chris Carter jacking it. Oh yeah, I want to so hear more about Scully's that. Scully's upset. She's like, I gotta work. I gotta work right now. Yeah. Uh, and so they go back to Philly slash Vancouver. Yeah. Um, and they find the graffiti artist but via the paint that he used on the billboard. Yeah. Um, and they go down into this weird basement of this abandoned building. Oh and yeah. And as they're going down, yeah. Scully says, I used to do this all the time in Three Inch Hills and uh, back in the day. And Mulder looks at her and he says, this back. is back in the day. <laughs> I didn't even say back in the day is now. Oh, is that what he... That's even worse. I know. I was trying to think of the worst way a writer could write that line and that's the way you could write it. Back in the day, day is, is now. now. <laughs> and then, <laughs> Just imagine I'm Chris Carter. Um, but no, no. And then the X flash. Yeah. And then the two flashlights in the dark make the X... From the opening credits. Yeah. And Chris Carter fucking comes all over that script. 
and it is drenched <laughs> and unusable. I'm drenched too right now. Oh my god. <laughs> <laughs> so then they had to make up the rest of the skip strip script because they couldn't read it. Well, they couldn't. It, no, it was too covered in his ejaculate. <laughs> Is this the fourth episode where you mentioned Chris Carter ejaculating? I can only hope. Please, someone do a super cut yeah, of all the times. Of all the times we talk about Chris Carter come. Oh, oh boy. I love that alliteration too. So they go down into this basement. Um, Courtney There's, was getting real scared. I don't like it. There's things creepy crawling. Yeah, like a full-on corpse came at them. I don't know. And they just did they it like away? brushed it right off. They They're like that away. was weird. <laughs> Let's get to the real meat of the situation. Uh, Not I mean, that weird corpse that fell and- on us. <laughs> They meet uh, Tim Armstrong from Rancid. Yeah. He has a sweet voice. I love when he's like, Mulder's like, are you in trouble? Yes, but don't come in. <laughs> um, so he sculpted a lot of trash men. Yeah, he sculpted Band-Aid men's and... So they go to talk to Tim Armstrong, and Tim Armstrong talks at them for, I swear to God, about 20 minutes. <laughs> while Scully has flashbacks. <laughs> And Mulder's not paying attention. He's got, a, like, a magic eight ball, like... Yeah. Tim Armstrong talks for so fucking long. I like his voice a lot. I wasn't quite sure what he was I talking about. I could not make heads nor tails of it. Something about environment and... It was... He was rattling on about his Tumblr politics <laughs> and how he, like created i guess created the trash man from through, his mind from his mind through from his, his mind. intention yeah and so it came to life and just started murder killing yeah. and then scully breaks down and she's like you created him it's your fault it's your fault you created him because she's like thinking about her son guys yeah, there, was, there was a flashback to her like giving birth yeah and to like Real her graphic. with the baby and then to her giving the baby to Mulder and her like saying she gave up the baby. And so this is where, is this where you found out this was all like an extended metaphor? This is where I became very upset and I understood that the trash man was merely an extended metaphor for William. And we'll get more into that towards Sorry, the end. Sorry, not the trash man, the band-aid nose man. I, which one? The trash man is Tim Armstrong. I am calling him trash man. I know, but it might be confusing to people. We're going to get emails. Um, excuse me, the trash man is Tim Armstrong. I just want to clarify that. If this is confusing <laughs> to people, <laughs> they are welcome to voice their complaints directly into my ass. <laughs> <laughs> but you're alienating listeners, Allison. <laughs> Sorry, <laughs> it's our job. They don't. They don't call us the bad boys of Vancouver X Files podcasting for nothing. No, they don't. And by them, I mean us. We call ourselves. That. And by them, she means please call us that. <laughs> um. Yeah. So she connects. Like you created the problem. You have to solve it. But she doesn't like. So she, is she saying the baby is the problem? But she gave it away. That's kind of solving it. solving it. It's keeping it safe. I don't know why was, she had to keep it safe. Oh, boy. <sighs> Do we have to watch a movie now to understand I this whole thing? I don't want to. Okay. Um, uh, anyways, here's the part you're waiting for, which is where Pinkberry gets it. Yeah, he got, he's, he's a good pile. Oh, this was super scary. It's yeah. really well done. Yeah, yeah. Dark Alley, and I'm waiting for something to, like, cross the light and 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 band-aid nose man is all mustardy like fucking mustard drips oh, everywhere with God. extra rice bile pus they're in the crap. the hospital by the way where they shipped all the homeless people yeah. and it was actually kind of cool because he like pinkberry's walking down the hall he's yelling at everyone yeah uh and then he just gags he just wretches yeah, he dry he's <laughs> and then immediately everyone goes is goes into their rooms and closes the door and well, he's it's like alone no it's like yeah they know. they know like at the beginning of the episode so that was a nice touch it was good yeah they can do good they when they want to they can when they try so he goes looking for what is causing this rancid fucking smell <gasps> what rancid <gasps> wow <laughs> 
fucking open. Because Tim, Tim Armstrong, Armstrong is, the, is from Rancid. And he's also and, the trash and man. The, and the, smells, and the smell is Rancid. So you get, my fingers smell weird, Oh, my too. fingers smell like pizza so hard. <laughs> but it's not like pizza. It smells like onions. Yeah, yeah. We really should not just have had, like, seven raw onions on that pizza. He just fucking dug in. I'm so, I feel so bad for you smelling what's coming out of my... Oh, to the listeners, it's smell evasion. Oh, yeah. I bet that sounded real good. That (laughs) microphone needs a bath. Um, uh, anyway, Pinkberry makes Pink a good Berry, pile. Yeah. And he, then, and then Band-Aid Nose Man is gone. Yeah, Pinkberry is an artful pile. He is He's an artful like, pile. Yeah, his hand is still holding the <laughs> cell phone. I'm sorry, I'm sorry. I just looked at your nose. Did you, did you write the word? <laughs> Shh, we'll get to that. You're gonna like it. <laughs> can I, can I say what I'm laughing at, though? Well, you might blow my joke. This one? Yeah. Okay, I won't say it, though. Yeah, I'm yeah. excited for you to make the joke. It's going to be good. Okay. Um, oh, boy. It's a good pile. He made a good pile. He made a He's good dead. pile. It was, it was very nice. And now Trash Man's gone and Band-Aid Nose Man is And gone. there's no discussion of that. That's just something that we're expected gone. to accept. I guess so. I mean, he's done his job, so he's gone. Right? Yeah. But now we go to the more important story. Yeah. So <laughs> Mulder and Skelly are on the beach. And I Is swear it? to God, <laughs> the dialogue in this scene is brutal. Her hands Her should hands. be oinking because this is so fucking ham fisted. Like when she punches you, you should smell pork. <laughs> I'm glad you saved that joke. Yeah, me too. It's it great. <laughs> um, no, it's brutal. She's just like, like this is just they're just trying to pull these loose ends from from the A and B plus together, tie them together in a little bow of how like trash man is William and William is trash man and oh boy. Now I have a fact for you. Yeah. That the I think. I think it was not another X-Files podcast uh, podcast told me. Mm-hmm. Founders Mutation was supposed to be episode five. Yeah. So it was supposed to come after this. I could give a flying flip. <laughs> well, I just, that's, that's. I mean, I just don't think any of it has any, none, none of the episodes have any impact on the other episodes. So it doesn't well, matter, does it? I guess if she started thinking about William now, then it makes more sense that she kept thinking about William after. Yeah, I guess that does make more that sense would as a progression. Made, that would have made more sense to me, But it too. does not explain why this whole, because here's what I hate about this. Yeah. Here's what I really hate is that tying the trash man to William makes the trash man plot seem stupid it makes me not like the trash man plot when in fact i really liked the i trash really man like plot. the trash man but plot. when she tries to make it about william it makes me not like it because it's bad writing very true but can, i want to like it can we pretend it the william thing didn't happen because in the next episode i promise you that it won't <gasps> you know what, what i'm pissed off about what there was no dog well there was no dog. Remember the last dog? Fucking bring back that dog. <laughs> bring back that motherfucking Jack Russell Terrier that was so cute. See? Not acceptable, X-Files. <sighs> she could have just like, you know, run alongside her and like sniffed all the goopy goop from the trash man. <laughs> licked it up. All that mustard. <laughs> okay, let's okay. rate this bitch. Um... I rate on a spooky scale yeah. of five to one thumbs up, five being I don't want to sleep at night, so spooky. Uh, I'm going to give this a four out of five. Nice. Now, I gave Squeeze 4.5 out of five. Yeah. Because Squeeze gave me nightmares. You also had, like, uh, an emotional yeah, that relation was, to it, though. This That's true. It scared me as a child, too. Um, some of the imagery was super cool, and but also, I also screamed of, uh, I don't like this, uh, I don't like this, uh, I don't like this. So that's a, a signature yeah, of me saying that it's over a three. Yeah. Yeah. So we'll see how well I sleep tonight in my house all alone because my husband's gone. Just sleep with Nacho in bed with you. <laughs> I'm sure that would go real well. <laughs> that gecko would be very squished by the end of the morning. <laughs> yeah, or on the ceiling, I don't know. Oh, uh, rage scale, dude. Rage scale. I'm interesting to see. I'm interested to see what you say. I mean, but using our tactic of the previous episode of averaging 50/50, it, fifty fifty. Yeah, I gotta give this episode a five. Yeah, 
Well, maybe a little. Yeah, I mean, maybe a little less. Than did that. did the William part set you off to a ten? Oh, I was. I mean, by the end of it, like yeah, 10, I was. Well, done. maybe nine. Okay. Like, okay, I fine. I'll be charitable. The William part, I'll give. <laughs> oh well, thank you. <laughs> <laughs> the William parts, I'll give eight and a half. Okay. Um, because also because that woman's hair was amazing. Yeah, that's um, true. But just the end, oh my god, uh, I could probably rant about that for another 20 yeah, minutes. Yeah, I know, I know, I know. Um, Please join our All William <laughs> Podcast in ep- that next episode. No. <laughs> I it, it's called Will I Am Not Interested. <laughs> <laughs> I'm really excited to when we actually get to the William part. Oh boy. I'm really excited for <laughs> when we hit that. Anyways, Trash Man sections, I'm going to rate at like a two. I yeah. love them. They were fucking, oh. fucking amazing. They were at one, even. I yeah. mean... The up, shots up until they go into that basement. Yes. Trash man sequences are all one. Yeah. I was interested in the mystery. It was weird. The painting shit was spooky, yeah. and it didn't make any sense. A man's spine was separated from the other half of his body. I loved that. Yeah. I loved it. Yeah, yeah, but yeah. as soon as it was about fucking William, an extended fucking metaphor, an extended metaphor, like it was just brutal trying to watch them tie those two things together. Oh boy! I think we're done though. I think we're done with the William part. Okay. I want to say. Well, let's be done. But I don't know, because guess who writes the next two episodes? Our favorite. Oh, boy. There's going to be a lot more ejaculate coming. Yay. Yay. Okay. Uh, what do we do next? Personal X-Files. Yeah. Y- uh, y- oh, before we get that, um, you can... Uh, Get us on. I haven't been saying this, but I guess it's kind of important. Yeah, we're on Facebook. Yeah, Double X Files. We're on Twitter. Double X Files. We're on Tumblr. Fuck yeah, Double X Files. Yeah, uh, and you can email us at Double X Files Podcast at Gmail Please do. And someone emailed us. Yeah. I mean that happens all the time, guys. I'm sure. Um, Space Cadet Charles. He uh cleared up something yeah we said on the um last episode the wear monster about the red speedo that Mulder wears we thought it was a reference to the simpsons where Mulder, the cartoon Mulder, is showing a picture of his fbi badge and it's him in a speedo yeah but in actuality uh charles tells us uh sends us a gif uh-huh of baby Mulder with the dad bod and a and a is and that a, a dad bod? That's a well, I would say that's an otter. I'd say that's a, oh for sure that's an otter. Whoa, he got them V. He got them deep V. Yeah, he got that pack. Woof. And he also, it's also as I said, um, a silhouette of David Duchovny's dick. Yeah, and, ba- and balls. Yeah. I would say. Yeah. Um, that's pretty goddamn clingy. He got a roll of something in there. Yeah. Quarters, dimes. You tell me. <laughs> I don't want to look too hard. No. But uh, Space Cadet Charles sent this to us, and he said, "This is from. Oh, let me read it. I I will talk about the puppy later. Don't worry. Yeah. Uh, this is from one of my favorite episodes, probably because the opening." sequence sequence still gives me nightmares well i'm looking forward to that luckily for you all this ep is in the second season yay so not only do i have to worry about an episode where the opening sequence gives me nightmares i also have to worry about uh molder baby molder in a red speedo fucking bright red dick attack but thank goodness um this person also gave us a picture of star fox molder the puppy so cute so cute you guys and Oh my gosh. Uh, the puppy has two little stuffed foxes mm-hmm. and is sleeping. It's a little lab puppy, I think. It was so cute. I don't want to rub its tongue. It's so, I, so it got floopy little ears. Floopy little ears. Just super floopy. But then the juxtaposition of that and Mulder's dick, it kind of even. Oh, yeah. <laughs> so thank you for emailing us, um, even though it was a gif of uh, Mulder's sweet otter bod. Thank you, Charles. Thank you, Charles. Okay, what about personal X Files? Come and tell us, dude, about the spooky thing that happened to you. Cause we'll never tell you that we don't believe you. Unless we get affected, we will never leave you. We want to hear about your personal X-File. Uh, okay, so for our personal X-Files, I want to tell you guys about a dream I had. Because I, you know what? <laughs> I understand where Skelly's coming from. Really? With this William thing. Really? I can relate to her. I know... What that feels like. So does that mean we just have to talk about it all the time and get it out of you? Yeah. Do you have guilt? (laughs) 
Do you have William I have, guilt? I have guilt. You have William guilt? Not William guilt, <laughs> but I'm going to tell you about the dream I okay. had a couple weeks ago. Tell us. So I had a dream. In the dream, I realized, hey, I'm... I'm like nine months pregnant <laughs> to the day. Don't you hate when that happens? Yeah. <laughs> but like, I don't like, is anything going to come out of me or what? What's going on? So I looked down at my pregnant Tom. <laughs> Something's moving around in there. You like can see like alien style. Ooh. Can see it moving around. I'm like, that's not good. <laughs> Hightail it to the crapper. Squat myself down. Push real hard. Would you poop out the baby? <laughs> well, no, they came out not not my butthole. <laughs> okay, the other. The other one. Orifices. One of the other ones okay. that are down there. Because women have three. Three. Okay. Count them. <laughs> um, and so, no, I, I pushed it out my lady hole. Yeah. And, um, <laughs> in fact, two feti yeah. uh, fell into the toilet water with a bloop. <laughs> Now, a bloop bloop or just one big bloop? No, it's a bloop bloop because okay. there were two of them. Uh, I'm like, oh, shit. I was strangely, like, aware during this dream. Really? Which will become clear shortly. Okay. Uh, so I'm like, well, that's not good. I've just given birth to two little tiny, tiny babies in my toilet. I get up. I turn around. I look down. I'm like, oh, boy. Should I fish him out of there? Because I'm worried. Because <laughs> babies don't know about water. Yeah. And yeah. then in a very, very aware moment, I just reached up and I flushed. <laughs> well, that's not good for the plumbing. Well, <laughs> it, I woke up being like, what the actual <laughs> fuck? So, Skelly, I get it. We all make <laughs> mistakes. We all make bad decisions. And we all give up babies for good reasons. But just, come on. And then when you woke up, you actually went to the genre and just took the best shit. I just took the biggest shit. Can I tell you a pregnancy dream? Yes. It was actually my husband's pregnancy dream. Oh my God, please. He um, had a pregnant, he had a dream that he was pregnant, that it was just regular for him to be pregnant, mm-hmm. that we chose instead of me being pregnant, because I am not into that, he would carry the baby. Big Daddy Seahorse. And so everything was normal, and I guess, I don't know if there was like a party involved, or it was, it was like, okay, he was thrilled. And then he kind of woke up, let out the most giant of all farts, <laughs> and felt better. Aww. And gave birth to our son, Sulfur. I think I met him. Yep. Yeah. Mm. So that's that's that. That's adorable. So, so uh, Skelly, I hope he's okay with me telling that story. <laughs> anyway, I'm sure he's fine. Um, Skelly, we understand. We feel you, girl. Yeah. But okay. shut up about it. <laughs> we get it, okay? We get it! <laughs> Giving birth is hard. You had an alien baby in a fucking one-off movie. <gasps> Do you think the alien made her pregnant? I don't know. I'm excited. I'm nervous to find I out. I know. As long as Mulder isn't involved. Anyway, yeah. what's next? Predictions! Anything could happen based on a name. Anything could happen when you're playing the prediction game. Tell me, Courtney, what's it gonna be? A way to dredge up all of your childhood anxiety. Okay. It's your turn to predict. It is. Yeah. Okay. Okay. Season revival, episode five. Yeah. Uh, The penultimate episode of the revival. What does penultimate mean? It means second to last. Oh. Um, what do you call the last episode? Ultimate. Really? Yes. Oh. That sounds cooler. <laughs> it does sound cooler. I thought you were going to be jackass and be like, last. You call it the last episode. No, no, oh, Okay. No. This is the penultimate. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, and it is entitled Babylon. Babylon, sing my song. The Ze- Led Zeppelin song, right? Yeah. Okay. Is it Babylon or is it Babylon? Babylon. Is that a uh, Bible thing? I believe so. Do you know what Bible thing? Uh, no, is? I know very little about the Bible. Me too. So that puts us in a bit of a predicament. Sticky sitch. Can I Google Babylon? No. Aw, come on. Come on. Those okay. are the rules. Um, Babylon. I'm gonna I know, say. Okay, I know that it had hanging gardens. Oh, that I'm not thinking. Oh, is it like really beautiful? 
I think it was supposed to be. And then they did something bad, like had anal sex, and then it got destroyed? Yeah, probs. Okay, I'm going to go with that. So anal sex is involved. Yes. <laughs> okay, Um. so it's beautiful. Just Mulder call back that guy from the closet. <laughs> Gupta? Gupta. <laughs> Mulder gives Gupta a call back. He's like, hey, hey bro. The truth is in my heart. (laughs) (laughs) Booty call the Gupta. My nose just whistled really loud. Did you hear that? Yes. I'm sorry, guys listening. Okay. Babylon. Um, I'm going to say that it's a happy place that Mulder goes to. Mm -hmm. Um, Mulder gets... Okay. I think because Chris Carter writes this episode... It has to connect with the first episode okay. somehow, somehow. So I'm going to just, I'm going to go back to that. Mm-hmm. I think Mulder um, gets in far too deep to finding, finally he gets around to finding out about <laughs> the government situation with the government actually controlling and making alien things. Yeah. And he gets captured. And he gets taken to this, uh, 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 like, uh, uh, camp Mm -hmm. called, like, codename Babylon. Oh, yeah. Where they've put all of the people who have died from the X-Files that were, like, quote-unquote, killed off. Oh. So, like, Deep Throat. Daddy Deep Throat, he back, baby. Oh, shit. Uh, that's why that's why the smoking man's back. And I know the lone gunmen die in the episode, so probably they're back. I didn't know oh, that. Oh, well, sorry. I ruined it for you. And William is also there. Okay. And also Scully's mom. Mm-hmm. And also Scully's dad. They're is, all back. Is Queequeg there? I assume Queequeg's there because dogs don't live that long. But yes, Queequeg is there. Okay. I uh, Queequeg is a Pomeranian. Yeah, he's a Pom. I'm very excited Whoa. about Queequeg. So uh, he's taken uh, to this like Camp Babylon where it's like the government is hiding all these people that they killed off. Mm-hmm. And now Scully has to find him and it's a two-part episode. Okay. Quick question. Do they mention William? Well, William's there. Oh, right. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) My glasses fell from top my head to my eyes. It was kind of amazing. It was a deal with it moment. It was 100% a deal. William's here. Deal with it. Deal with it. I won't. (laughs) Uh, That's my prediction. Cool. Yeah. I'm excited. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, sounds good. Good nice. job, Chris Carter. Yeah. Way to write a great episode. Way to jacket. <laughs> okay, guys. Uh, I hope you've been enjoying this revival uh, more than we have. Or I hope you've been enjoying our revival episodes as much as we have. Yeah, because that is we are we're awesome. really enjoying We're that. really enjoying that. Okay. Uh, so until next time, remember, the, the truth, truth is out there. there. Deal with it.